0: This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to OddSpeed on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. and welcome to Watson Serie Danny Fisichel is going to give you all the tips for the 10 games, including, of course, Juve Milan. So let me know what you think in the comment section and you will also have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. And of course, click on the like button if you enjoy our videos, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. And now let's go on with the show. Only four games left in this amazing Serie We have a champion, Danny, and this is Inter Milan. How are you? Here it is. Scudetto
1: number 19 for Inter and so Inter a champion from uh, last week uh, thanks to a win to Crotone thanks to the draw of Atalanta Sassuolo fully deserved a win for Conte Inter is now a Conte team 100% but there is still a lot to play in Serie A because you know the Champions League is still on the balance and still we need to see who's gonna get relegated alongside Crotone
0: and Parma let's go Indeed. So, let's start with the game. We have uh, Spezia, Napoli and this is very interesting for the Champions League and for the relegation battle because Spezia, even if they drew with Elas Verona, with that equalizer of uh, Saponara, they are only three points uh, over Benevento, so still in risk. And Napoli, they drew also against Cagliari at home. Osimei scored, but Cagliari got a late equalizer. Danny, so they are actually two points away from the Champions League spots. We have a Juve Milan, so if they win, they will get into this top four. But it's tricky. Spezia are a good team and at home undefeated in the last six home
1: games. Absolutely. In those six games, they beat Milan and they drew with Inter a good point a few weeks ago. But Spezia haven't won a game in the last four. So this is a very crucial game uh, for them. We often praise Italiano's men for playing on the front foot, for attacking. The last few games have been a little bit of a step back. You know, They seem a little bit concerned of exposing themselves too much. And as a result, they haven't scored many goals, which is definitely their strength. In the reverse fixture, Spezia beat Napoli 2 1, surprisingly, and that was the lowest point of Napoli in this season. Since then, Napoli got most of the injury players back and they start climbing up uh, the table. I think Spezia this time they have a slight advantage because Benevento and Cagliari play each other on Sunday. So, whatever happens, you know, if they get a point from this game, uh, you know, obviously they're not going to be in the bottom. Bottom three for the last three games of the season, but they need points. Uh, Napoli, uh, they come on this game after a disappointing 1-1 with Cagliari. They got uh, equalized in the very uh, last minute of stoppage time and they missed a lot of chances. It was a slack uh, performances. You know, mm, they, they should have been much more uh, decisive in front of goal and they would have won the game. However, uh, their away form is excellent. Four away wins in the last four. Uh, four clean sheets in these uh, four uh, wins. They are the second best joint attack with Milan, 74 goal score and the third best defense, although they might miss Koulibaly for this one. Uh, as you mentioned, Juventus Milan is on Sunday, so they need a win. And I'm going to go for another good per- away performance for uh, Napoli's men, for Gattuso's men. So let's go for Napoli to win the first half, 2.05.
0: Spezia was so lucky, so lucky in the reverse fixture to get the victory. They didn't deserve it at San Paolo, but praise to them, of course. It's a very good victory at the Ormando Maradona now, not San Paolo. Then the next game, less interesting for sure, Udinese-Bologna, two teams that are in the middle of the table. They have absolutely nothing to play for. That's why it's going to be tricky, I guess, going for the outright market. Especially it because Udinese is really bad at home, four home defeats in their last four games. The last one against Juve in the last minutes, actually, probably undeserved. And Bologna, they are really bad playing away. Four defeats in their last five away games. At home, they are stronger. They drew against Fiorentina with that hat-trick scored by Palacio. Yeah, Palacio still scoring many goals. Where would you go here? the oldest player to ever score an trick in
1: Serie A Palacio. Uh, Udinese, they were good against Juventus for 70 minutes. You know, you always said, depends what kind of Udinese turns up, now that they are saved. Sometimes they alternate very good performances are performances where they're simply not there. Um, they're a bit strange at home with because still they are the worst attacker, Friuli, but the third best defense. So normally the games they play at home, they, they don't have many goals. And it seems the case until the 75th minutes of the game against the Juventus. Then the uh, Paul, who was very good on the game, ruined it with a handball, give, out the, give away the penalty, and then Ronaldo scored uh, a brace. Uh, they've lost four consecutive home home games so far, Udinese, and only scored one goal in the last four games. So that could be a little bit of concern for this uh, game. Two teams that are obviously saved, not going to be in trouble, but they play a team that are dreadful on the run, on the road. Uh, lost four of the last five away games, Bologna. Uh, only on away form, Mialovic man would be relegated. They will be 18th in the table, so something they need to improve massively for next season uh, they are the worst attack at home with Genoa away with genoa 15 goal scorers goal scored lost already 10 away games very few teams in the middle of the table are in double figures for away games lost and conceded 12 in the last five trips so uh, this is gonna be tricky for them and because i've seen udinese uh, playing well against you know a good team like juventus although juventus has got their own issues i'm gonna go for a udinese win uh, which pays quite a lot, 2.49.
0: Yeah, very good odds actually for the home victory here, and the only away victory for Bologna in these uh, five away games was against Crotone, a team that everyone is beating actually. And the next game we have on Saturday is Inter-Sampdoria. Danny, probably this is a game that I would stay away from the betting perspective because what kind of Inter are we gonna see? Uh, are we gonna see with uh, Vincent? that they were exhausted, that they were probably even uh, with a lot of pressure to win this Scudetto. Finally, they got it with that victory at Crotone. So what is next? Are they going to be relaxed and play good football or are they going to just switch off? Because the goal is uh, there, they got it and praise to Conte, of course, what a coach. And now they face a team like Sampdoria, which is dangerous. They beat Roma and they are in a good run, actually three victories in their last four. So that's why, in my opinion, I wouldn't go for sure for an Inter victory here.
1: Tough one to call because, as we mentioned before, Inter have been running on reserve without petrol for many weeks, and now they finally cross uh, the line deservedly. But yes, I mean, uh, some of the energies are not there, and also. Uh, you know, there was quite a lot of nervousness. Now, obviously, they're going to be relaxed. They know they've achieved uh, their goal for the season. They already gained 82 points this season, as many as they gained last season in the entire uh, Serie A. So, obviously, that shows you the massive improvement, more goals scored, less goals conceded. Uh, However, Inter is true recently haven't scored many goals. The last large victory has been against Genoa, 28 of February, 3-0. But in the last uh, five Serie A games, they hit the woodwork, either the post or the bar, 10 times, as many times as in the previous 32 games so there was also a little bit of bad luck in a season that I think uh, Inter have been uh, sometimes even lucky with lack of injuries, okay, they got a couple of COVID cases but also, you know, certain games, maybe at home, they didn't deserve to win like against Napoli or against Atlanta and they did it so now they're getting, you know, something back with hitting the woodwork, that means that they're cr- still creating chances and maybe now that they play with less left- Pressure, they will be able to capitalize. I think Conte is going to make some rotations, but I don't think they're going to give up yet because they got two interesting games. First, they go Roma in the next midweek fixtures, and then they travel to Turin in the penultimate game, and that's the game that is really important, not just because. Inter can uh, kick out or can exclude Juventus from the Champions League, but because there are a lot of uh, histories and subplots in it, especially with Antonio Conte being the former manager and former captain of Juventus. So I think uh, Inter supporters want Inter to stay focused. And uh, let's look at Sampdoria. Uh, They they were the last team to beat Inter, funny enough. On the 6th of January, uh, they beat them 2 1 with a solid uh, performance. Unfortunately for Ranieri's team, they only won one of the the last seven away games, sometimes when they play away, they set up two defensively. In fact, they are one of the worst attack away. Only 18 goals scored. But, you know, last time they traveled to San Siro, they did a good 1-1 with Milan. Actually, they were winning until they were down to 10 men. So, you know, they could they could pose, pose a threat. So, in fact, the both-to-score market doesn't pay that much. Uh, look, I'm going to go for the champions of Italy to score in
0: both halves.
1: 250. 50
0: then uh, we have a very good uh, game in Artemio, Franchi, Fiorentina, Lazio, Fiorentina. They are better, way better in this stage of the season, but not safe yet. Four points only above uh, relegation. They got this draw against uh, Bologna away with Blahovic uh, scoring a brace. Their last home game was a draw against Juve. Uh, but now they face a really good team like Lazio, five points away from the Champions League spots, probably. They won't uh, achieve this uh, goal, but they will qualify for the Europa League. Their last game was a victory against Genoa, still conceding too many goals though, Simon, uh, Simon Inzaghi's men. Three goals conceded uh, with Genoa after also conceding five in their last trip. It was in Napoli, Dani. I kind of fancy the odds here for Fiorentina actually, because the odds for a Lazio victory are too low in my opinion.
1: The Lazio are uh, the big dark horse of this of this Serie A at the moment. Also because they got a game in hand against Torino, which will be played on the 18th of May. So potentially they could be really, really close to the Champions League post-spot, which will be a miracle. Uh, let's start with Fiorentina. First of all, Vlaovic, probably the biggest revelation of this Serie A. He's the youngest player to score 18 goals in Serie A since 58-59, since Jose Altafini. So, I mean, that we're talking about big big names it's going to be hot property for next uh, the next transfer market with Fiorentina unfortunately they cannot hold on, on to leads they, they they get back into the games they win the game and they, they, they then let them slip away there is a problem with uh, you know the nerves of the team and the way they approach the final minutes it happened time and time again uh, during the season uh, they are scoring enough you know in the last also because of Blaovic in the last five games they scored nine but at home they've been poor. Only one win in the last seven, despite the last game, a good first-half performance at least against uh, Fiorentina. Uh, Lazio, they've set up a new record for home wins, 11 home wins in this Serie A. However, uh, away, they've not been great. They already lost six. That's where they need to improve, and probably something again for next season. They score 14 in the last four away games, so you can expect goals here, but they also keep cut a clean sheet at like Udinese and Verona, which are teams in the Fiorentina's league. So I'm a little bit uh, torn on this one. I wouldn't necessarily go for a Fiorentina win, because I think Lazio's got more quality. I would go for goals, but I'm going to be cautious. Over three goals, 2.07, so if there are only three goals in the game, you get your money. Mm-hmm.
0: Very good game in the Frankie. Then we have also a tricky game. This one, Genoa-Sassuolo. Well, why? Because uh, Genoa, when they play at home, they are really strong. No defeats in their last 11 home games. Their last game was a defeat, as we said. In the Olimpico, when they played uh, Lazio and Sassuolo, Danny, one of the best teams right now in Serie A. We've been saying that for the last past weeks and they show it by drawing with uh, Atalanta before that game for a straight victories odds are high actually for every single outcome but it's very dangerous in my opinion back in either genoa or sassuolo maybe the draw is also a good option
1: this is a game where both have got quite a lot at stake because you, genoa needs at least a couple of points to be saved i think this year's salvation is going to be 38 points so yeah if they win they go 36 if they win they're going to be pretty much fine. Uh, They're good at home, as you mentioned. You know, in those 11 games unbeaten, they always score a couple of goals. So, they not only uh, win or draw, but, you know, they find the net uh, quite a lot and recently, when they play up front with uh, uh, Shomudorov and Destro, that seems to be the best partnership. Shomudorov from Uzbekistan, already five goals. Another interesting young player that emerged this season. And uh, Sassuolo, probably they're going to finish seventh. I think they're gonna leapfrog Roma qualify for the conference league and then I'll explain you why when we talk about Roma and uh, you know only one defeat in the last eight games for Sassuolo they've been good against Atalanta as well at home uh, they went uh, you know one nil down then they go back into the game yes Consigli saved the penalty against Muriel which basically handed the title to Inter but you know they pose quite a lot of threats to Atalanta's defence until the very last minutes they come on the back of two consecutive away wins they won at Milan 2-1 convincingly. The Zerbi has found again his mojo back, which he had lost a little bit in the middle of the season. They seem to make less mistakes close to their box, so they are conceding slightly less gold than what they used to do before. This is a difficult one, I think, for a Sassuolo, um, but because, you know, as I said, Genoa home are solid, and they'll tend to avoid defeat, of course. Let's go for a first-half draw, which I think it's, uh, pays quite a lot, 2.32, and, you know, it could be a quite safe bet.
0: Yeah, I like dot odds and that market. Then in the Venteodi, we in the um, Chiro Vigorito, we have the end of the games for the relegation battle. Benevento Cagliari. Then, in my opinion, if Benevento lose this game, they are going to Serie B. Right now, they are in relegation spots after the defeat against Milan, and it's a team that is going down and down in the last five games, one draw four defeats and they play a team like Cagliari that they are going up and up even with that uh, great point uh, got by Nandez goal in the Maradona Stadium after three consecutive victories. Uh, that's why the victory for Cagliari, the odds are lower, so Cagliari's favorite here 2.3 and I
1: can understand why because the last home win for Benevento was in the 20th of December ages ago and they play a Cagliari team whose release, re- resilience is amazing they demonstrate they are able to come back to the games they never give up you know if you remember about the 4-3 win against Parma a couple of weeks ago they they, they were done they were doomed they were in Serie B if they had lost they won it and now obviously against Napoli despite Napoli missing chances they still managed to come back. And they showed that after all, this is a team the last season, remember, they were comfortably mid-table. And in December 2019, they were fourth. They were dreaming of a Champions League spot. So, not a doubt of a sudden the players have got worse. And actually, this year, Cagliari has improved the squad with the likes of Godin, N'Golan, uh, etc. So, you know, and obviously they got Nandez, which is a I think is a top player, he could maybe go and aspire to to go in one of the top 6 uh, teams in Uruguayan Only lost one um, of last 6 away games Cagliari and the player Benevento team that now seems desperate because despite them still scoring goal, you know, score they score quite a lot, 7 in the last 5 for a low uh, the low table team is, is all right, but they lack confidence and also lack the way they took games into the opposition half. That's what they did at the beginning of the season. In fact, they were winning a lot of away games. Now they seem to wait and wait and wait and go back and back and back and then at the end because they lack quality at the back they always let a couple of goals in they need to be a little bit more courageous but can they do it at this stage of the season massive test for people in Zaghi a home very bad second from bottom and they got the worst defense 35. however because the odds for Cagliari are low, and we always try here to give odds that are a little bit higher, to make it a little bit more spicy, a little bit more interesting. I think an Asian Handicap 0 for Benevento is not impossible, so 2.30 if they draw, which Cagliari will be happy with, you get your money back. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we also have uh, two three for Cagliari to win, so those are not bad odds, but you trust uh, here Benevento to get uh, something, otherwise Going to Serie B, like Parma, Parma is uh, gone, they face now Atalanta and the lower odds we are going to see in this match matchday are for Atalanta actually 1.29 to win at the Ennio Tardini, the victory of Parma is 15.5, so imagine how the bookmakers trust now <laughs> Parma after the defeat uh, against Torino, now six straight defeats uh, for this team. And Atalanta, Dani, they were stopped by Sassuolo, but still, of course, a good team. They beat Bologna 5-0 before, but the way the last two games were draws against Roma and Sassuolo.
1: And we're talking about the best attack of Serie A. Atalanta is a team that only lost two away games in the entire season. They lost to Napoli at the beginning of the season when they were plagued with COVID cases and they were still in the Champions League. And then they lost to Inter in March undeservedly. So... That's why they're hugely favorite. And, you know, on a 1 1 as a it's okay. It's a fair result for Atalanta, considering that they were playing with 10 men because Gollini had been sent off, considering they also missed a penalty. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's not a bad uh, point. And you know, they are showing again. Uh, very good uh, strength, a lot of play. They got probably one of the best uh, wing backs in Europe at the moment. Gozens scored more than ten goals in Serie A. Was the fir- the first defenders to do it since Materazzi, 2006, 2007. And Materazzi was taking penalties and free kicks every now and then. So, you know, Gosens, again, another one that I'm sure in the summer will go somewhere else uh, for a huge fee. For Parma, relegated for the first time since they're returning Serie A in 2014. Uh, The problem is that it's a team that is very young, Uh, A bit an experience uh, and we saw time and time again uh, sometimes they were in good positions in game either winning or drawing and letting it go in the last few uh, minutes Uh, they are also very poor at home only two wins so far probably the lack of public not playing with your own uh, uh, public has impacted last year they weren't that way only 13 goals scored at home worst attack and they lost four of the last five Altardini Uh, is a team that's going to I mean, you know, they'll have to rebuild it and in Serie B is going to be hugely favourite to bounce back, I'm sure. Atalanta to win both fouls, 2.45.
0: It's difficult to get good odds in this game because, of course, we are going to back Atalanta always then. Now, yes, we travel to the Bentegodi, Verona, Torino. Torino here favorite because they keep uh, getting points done in last one a short victory 1-0 against parma after their defeat with uh, napoli still in danger three points over relegation so still they need at least one victory or as you said four points to get uh, till these 38 points whereas verona they drew with spezia and they are not in a good run for sure four consecutive defeats before that game so they look gone Probably it's not a bad idea to back Torino here. Uh,
1: well, because of course they got much more fighting spirit, and you know since Nicola arrived at the helm, we highlighted many many times. It's a different team. It's a team that knows how to suffer. that go back into the game. And that doesn't, uh, you know, demoralize. Doesn't get demoralized if they concede a goal. And also they can be good and they can achieve points even when Belotti doesn't score and I think that's probably the best achievement for uh, and, and Davide Nicola so far making sure that you know this team is just not relying on the main uh, man they are slightly better away this season than at home so they've been better uh, traveling they are unbeaten in the last two away games and you know apart from the shocking defeats 4-2 a Crotone a couple of months ago but there is a caveat they had a lot of absentees because of COVID, and they lost for two at Crotone. Apart from that, they only conceded two goals in the last four away games. So, you know, it could be quite pretty sure that they're going to keep it tight, and they're going to give uh, Verona a very uh, good game, and maybe they might get away with a 1-1 or a nil-nil. So I would imagine a low-scoring game. Also because Verona are one of the most unlucky team in Serie A. They hit the woodwork 19 times this season, so it's a record. Since 2004-2005, 24, 20, 24, 20, uh, they never hit more woodwork in a single season thanks to the stats of course from Opta but uh, they are slightly slipping down the table Verona since uh, at least seven or eight games maybe because the manager Juric no, he probably won't be there he's done an, an amazing job in the last couple of seasons some of the key players might leave as well so obviously they've lost focus and you know they might even end up in the bottom uh, side of the table uh, leapfrogged by uh, teams like for example uh, Sampdoria no home wins in the last six for Verona and they haven't kept a clean sheet in the last 14 games at the Bentegodi so despite that I think uh, yes a draw is possible but you know it's quite risky the odds are high but it's quite risky I'm gonna go for an Asian Handicap zero in the first half for Verona which pays two times so you know a draw in the first half gives you the money back if Verona surprisingly, they managed to score and not hit the
0: woodwork, you get the money. All right, uh, curious market for you in that uh, Verona-Torino. Then we go to the Olimpico. Roma Crotone. Roma finally won a game yesterday in the Europa League, 3-2 against Man United at least. They showed some pride, some courage, beating the Red Devils. First victory after five Wheelless games and now they have to at least get to the Conference Cup, although I'm not sure if they want this for Mourinho when he's coming uh, in the summer and I guess they should beat Crotone, lost against Inter, a team that they've been awful actually. Danny, we should expect here Roma finally to win a Serie A game.
1: I think so, but uh, uh, let's talk about this Conference League business. You know, the seventh in the table ends in the Conference League, new competition, which is basically a mixture of teams that are not good enough to be in the Europa League, that they would have been knocked out of the Europa League. I don't know how much of a success is, is going to be played on a Thursday. Uh, yeah, I mean, for a new manager like Mourinho and for an ambitious team like Roma, I don't know how much of interest is going to be being in that sort of competition. So I wouldn't be surprised if they almost let it go and decide to just start from the scratch no european football a lot of time for the new manager to uh, build the team and to train them because let's face it uh, mourinho is probably going to be try to bring big signings but being in the conference league or not doesn't really is a decider for a player okay i'm gonna go to roma because you know they're gonna play the conference league i really want to win that trophy it's not it's not like champions league so it doesn't really uh, make much of a difference what i want to say that good reaction of Rome against uh, Manchester United. Uh, Fonseca uh, did it with the men that he had. He also had some young players coming on and playing uh, really, uh, really well in that game. And we must say also, I think Fonseca has been treated unfairly, uh, especially by the Italian media. Uh, They blamed him also for situations that were outside of his control. You know, he had a lot of injuries this season. He had to do with a team that, let's remember, they miss the biggest players they had, Nicola Zagnoni. Nicolo Zaniolo. He hasn't played a single minute this season. He only played at the end of last season because two horrific injuries on his knees. You know, it's not much you can do. Try to do the same without Ronaldo, without Lukaku at Inter, and then we talk about it. So, really, really unfair on, on Fonseca, who got the team playing a decent style of football until. Uh, december january you know they were comfortably third on the table uh, they have a decent home record still they are fourth in the table and they're generally good against small teams i think what they lack they lacked a deep enough squad when the knockout stages of the europa league started to become more intense that, that proved crucial let's talk about crotone Relegated now, mathematically, but they've been good. They've been good value. You know, they've been a good team to watch. They've been entertaining. 42 goals scored, so they wouldn't be relegated only on goals scored so far. And although they haven't scored in the, in two of the last three games, they always scored in the last five away games. So I'm gonna be su- I'm gonna surprise you a bit. I'm gonna go for a Crotone Asian handicap plus 1.5 which pays 1.94. So, Roma needs to win with two goals margin for you to lose the
0: stake. Okay, you think Crotoni is going to get something or at least it's going to be a short victory for Roma in the Olympic and then the game of the games uh, this uh, weekend. Juve-Milan, this time they are not playing for the Scudetto, but to get into the Champions League spots, Pirlo saved the job uh, after the victory against uh, Udinese. Ronaldo scored a brace in the last minutes but Juventus is still with a lot of problems whereas Milan made the homework. They beat uh, Benevento at home 2-0. Danny, Juventus' huge, huge favour is 1.8 but Milan, we said it uh, the whole season, they've been way better when they are on the road than playing at San Siro. So, how many options do you give to Piolis men here?
1: Uh, not many, but because uh, uh, I think Juventus, they're not, they're not in a very good form. I think, uh, especially mentally, they almost seem sometimes they give up. They're not interested. Have a look at the way Udinese scored the first goal. There were four or five Juventus players. They would just turned the back. They were almost sleeping, talking to each other. You don't know what they, what they were thinking. And then Udinese plays a simple pass and Molina is in front of Chesney. They didn't deserve to win. Udinese at all. They were gifted a penalty because of the handball. And then Ronaldo okay, scored the second goal. By the way, Ronaldo 27 goals this season in uh, in Serie. A. Only Lewandowski has done better. You know, it's not Ronaldo is not the problem of Juventus. I know that everyone wants to say Ronaldo you have to get rid of and rebuild. It depends what you ask Ronaldo to do and who you play alongside Ronaldo. So you know. They had to probably rebuild the team around him, and I'm not sure it will be so easy to serve Ronaldo. So maybe it's a good idea to try to hang on to him still. Pirlo saved the job for now. I don't think he's gonna be there comes June, but this game it's a decider for a Juventus that still has the second best defense in the league, but despite that, they have conceded in the last 10 Serie A games, which is a negative record for them for a team that has been nine-time champions Uh, they play a Milan team that uh, got a decent victory against Benevento 69 points in Serie A Uh, that's the highest tally since 2012-2013 so despite saying you know um, you know Milan recently has not been good okay since the new year uh, the form has been bad but let's remember where they come from and what they've achieved so far uh, very few people would have said milan would qualify for the champions league at the beginning of the season but they are still there and they go into the game with a very good home uh, away we, away record they are the best uh, team away but they play also juventus that has won nine of the last 10 home games only losing to benevento one nil in freak circumstances and if we look at the reverse fixtures 3-1 back in December. Juventus were much, much better. Probably the best uh, games they played this season were a Milan and a Barcelona. 2-3-1, 3-0 win. So I think because of the difference in quality, I had to give Juventus uh, the advantage here. And I'm going to go for a Asian handicap minus 0.5 in the first half, which pays 2.35. So let's simplify for you. Juventus wins 1-0,
0: you win the state. OK, this is your tip for the big game. Juve-Milan, we have all the tips now for this uh, great weekend in Italy. Danny, let's check your academy.
1: OK, five games as always. Inter to win against Sampdoria. Fiorentina Lazio over 2.5 goals. Atalanta to win the first half at Tardini against Parma. Roma Crotone both to score and a Juventus win in the big game
0: of Sunday night. Total odds 12.50. 1250, great Danny. thanks and we will talk next week, we have uh, also meet with games in Italy. Ciao, Ciao. hello, see you soon. trusts uh, Juve to beat uh, Milan, let me know what you think in the comment section and you will also have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet and of course click on the like button if you enjoy our videos, subscribe to our channel. And click on the bell to get all the notifications. If you prefer, also, we have a podcast for you, so you can listen to all our videos there in a podcast. Next week, we are back. We have more Serie See you.